Today's episode is brought to you by The Boys Club. Oh no, Girls Club here only. Girls Plus Club. Welcome guys. Welcome to a brand new episode. And this week I have brought back by a very high demand, Henry Ridges. (laughs) You guys absolutely went crazy for his episode the other week. I cannot believe how many guys tuned in, how many of probably your friends listened. And so many people said that they enjoyed our episode. So I begged him and I said, please come back on another episode. And to be honest, I didn't even need to finish my sentence and he jumped on it. Yeah, I'm buzzing to come back. (laughs) I said, I'm going to come film some podcast episodes on Monday. And he goes, oh, do you want me to come with you? I can do one. (laughs) Oh, what should I wear if you're going there? What should I wear? He literally said this morning, I just put my nice shorts on (laughs) and you left them in the bike. So you're in travel shorts. Then didn't bring him. So. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, how are you? How's yes, your day been? Very good. What have you been up to? Living life in Bali. Yeah. Watching you spend about two hours doing 20 minutes of packing. Oh, stop. It wasn't 20 minutes of packing. I've repacked everything from We're, start to finish. We were standing at this place for two days, so Rosie <laughs> unpacked absolutely everything. I unpacked... Put, oh. put in the floor drobe. <laughs> didn't unpack it and hang out. I unpacked everything because I couldn't find what I needed. And it was at the bottom of the last bag I checked. And we went out. And also we lost Paige's key. And I was looking through all my stuff for her key. Yes. Yeah. I packed it. <laughs> and we had a few drinkies. So when you come in after oh, having a few drinkies, yeah. That's everybody knows shoes, shirts just go on the floor, right? <laughs> and it's like a tomorrow morning problem. I, I um, would love to think that drunk Rosie is productive, but I never am. I'm no. always asleep, eating or asleep. You're always just straight asleep. Oh, yeah, conked out. Oh, yeah. my God. You know when people go on like these cute little date nights and they have like a couple of glasses of wine and, you know, they're getting really flirty and they're like, oh, I'm going to go home, have a romantic evening, like night night together. No, this guy's snoring on the sofa. It doesn't even make it up to the bed. <laughs> I, have this, I have this weird thing, like, especially drinking and when we come home, like getting to the front door, putting the key in the front door is like me in my head being like, right, I'm home. I don't need to worry about anything. So I literally just switch off. You literally are like... I'm home, like I'm safe, everything's fine, whatever. And then I'm just like (laughs) out till the morning. But uh, why do you worry so much when we're out? No, don't don't worry, but like, not, this is like subconsciously. I don't think, (laughs) oh my God, I'm so stressed. But like I get home and I must just be like, oh, like I'm done. This is, and that's it. Do you have a good time when you go out? Yeah. So I don't get it. Okay, okay, I get it. It's, it's just like a subconscious thing, yeah. I don't do it on purpose. <laughs> I don't think, oh, wicked, I can just fall asleep on the sofa now and wake up well, at three. Well, I reckon sometimes you do. Mm, you no. and I have come down many a time and him and Ashton have been curled up on that sofa. So for each, luckily they haven't put the shoes on them, but your feet all, all over the little armrest. I always have socks on at home. Why are you saying that? Because you're saying like feet everywhere. <laughs> I thought you were going to say, oh, I don't wear socks at home. No, no, no. Wait, I probably don't wear socks at home very often and complain about being cold most of the year. Yeah. <laughs> oh, can we get a nice wooden flooring? Yeah. Oh, my feet are freezing. <laughs> Let's get a rug. Now, yeah, now I bought a rug. But I think wooden flooring with a really nice rug is like unbeatable. Like that is for me unmatched. Mm. So nice. Much better than having a carpet. But we need to get new carpets in our bedrooms, to be honest. Yeah. We do, don't we? All right, guys. Well, welcome to today's episode. I am so happy to have you again, Henry. Yeah, I'm glad like to be back. It's really fun. Yeah. Like, do you like it? Yeah. It always looks cool when you like post it anyway. Yeah. Like you come home from the day and you tell me, oh, I've been recording today. Yeah, it's sick, isn't it? Yeah. I'm so. literally living like my drama, my theatre kid dreams. I'm in a studio, there's professional lighting, we've got guys w- here to set it would up. Would you rather <laughs> just do podcasting? Oh. Or do you like doing everything, a little bit of everything? 
I like doing a little bit of everything. Not you, even if your podcast were like massive and this was was it. That was it. Like my full time job was just podcasting. Yeah. I don't know because I generally really enjoy Instagram. Like I love talking about myself, sharing sharing about my life, and like connecting with other people, like yeah. going through similar things. And I really enjoy like creating the content in itself. Like I know people are like, oh, you know, take natural photos, don't pose, blah blah blah. But sometimes you get dressed up and you have a little photo shoot in your garden with your friend, and it's just like really good fun. It's like playing dress up. Like not when in you're our younger. garden. No, not in our garden. Maybe Cavs garden. Around mum and dad's. <laughs> yeah, mum and dad. <laughs> not our garden our garden's horrible but um yeah no i think i would like to do both i don't think i would like to just be a podcaster forever i think i get bored as well with the adhd yeah. guys coming out i get bored like and if, when i'm bored of something that's it like i can't i can't especially where i'm my own boss and i have to force myself to do it i can't keep doing that i don't feel like i have that strength if i am dead out bored of something i'm just not going to keep it's so it. funny because you always say to me, like, I go from one extreme to the other. Like, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll be full into something or I'm just like, nope, done. Like, oh my God, this guy's so stubborn when it comes to it. And then you're the same, <laughs> but with what you do, yeah. you get away with it. I get away with it because it's work. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, well, would you rather then be how you are and be like, no, I don't want to do that. I'm bored. I'm not going to do that. That's it. And be like stubborn in that sense. Or would you rather have a portfolio of things that you have continued to do for like years and years and like do more does that make sense or would you rather just like pull the plug on things when you get bored of them yeah oh it's a it's a balance between the two right but i have a very like strong mindset when i make a decision i've obviously rationalized that myself yeah so i'm just like boom like it's decided like yeah you'll be like i'm trying to think of an example oh do you want to play do you want to play this game like a card game or something Mm. and i'll just be like (laughs) like do no. you want to play do you want to play uno no oh why come on it'll be fun like yeah and i'm just like not in the mood to yeah, for whatever you reason like push yourself well okay no yeah this is what i'm saying yeah. so i've like i've thought in my head oh do i want to push myself to play it should i give it a go push yourself oh, to be, play uno. no i'm oh just using God. it as an example I know, I know. <laughs> and then i'll just be like no and you'll be like oh come on you might enjoy it and i've like i've asked myself in my head like all these questions <laughs> I'm just like, no, like no. save that energy dead for something energy. else. Yeah. You're giving me dead energy. I'd rather just scroll fashion. on Instagram. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Scroll on Instagram instead of playing a but bloody only car because game. If I go then to just using this car game example, yeah. then in the back of my head, I'm already like half arsing it and I'm like trying to f- like force myself to like it. Do you not like find it? that you like get into it? Like as you, Very rarely. As you started. Really? Yeah. Maybe that's because you're too stubborn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I actually reckon this is a lot to do with like the way we're brought up because whether I want to do something or not if someone's like oh do you want to play a card game unless I really don't want to do it like I'm really tired or I'm hungover or, like a dead out really don't want to do it then I will just do it even if I don't really fancy it and I, I tend to just get into things as I'm doing them yeah I tend not to be like depends what it is obviously but speaking of a card game let's say I'm not 100% like oh yeah I want to play Uno right now I'm not the one that's got the idea someone has said it to me and I wasn't thinking I wanted to play it I'll be like okay yeah I'll just play it and then I'll get into it and I'll have fun. I know I'll have fun, so I'll do it. But my mum and dad have always, not that they've not let me quit things, but they've always pushed me to do things I didn't want to do as a child. Yeah, I've had that to an extent, but yeah. like the prime example for me is ice skating, right? Oh, yeah. Well, uh, yeah. You, you really like ice skating, <laughs> I, I used think. To I don't know, yeah. I, when I was like, I, I'm, I'm claiming that. That's like a, I'm adding that to my portfolio, my professional portfolio, but I, I skated, figure skated until I was five. <laughs> and, until you were five? Yeah, from three until five or four until five or something. I was really tiny, really so young. So you were walking for like a year 
And your mum and were like, oh, let's put your ice skate in. Yeah, I must have. Because oh, yeah. I generally was so young. So good at it. And <laughs> I was, I actually was really good at it. Well, I actually don't know. I don't remember. But um, I was in Peter Pan on Ice in Ali Pally when I was younger. Like the professional Peter were Pan you? on Ice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was little Wendy. They had to make a character for me because I, was, I couldn't, I wasn't like, no I way. probably couldn't even remember a line. Yeah, you did. Did you not? No. Oh my God, there's tape. An actual like VCR tape of it somewhere. Um, Tam was in it and Matt was in it as well. We, Tam, my sister is so good at ice skating she's really into it but um oh my god do you know what i've just had like a side a side thought it's so weird that we're talking about ice skating because literally two days ago when we were surfing i thought to myself like maybe i should try to get into ice skating again because i'm good at it i'll drop you off <laughs> you're I not coming it. with me i hate ice skating you're so much and that's one of those things where i'm just like oh go on give it a go and no i'm not no. gonna especially now like, I get that with ice skating though, because that's not for everyone. I just apply that to everything. Yeah. Including Do I want to do it? Right? No. Yeah. Okay, I'm not gonna. Yeah. Well, I think there's, yeah, what you said, definitely like a balance. And I think it's good that you're like that because you never like force yourself to do stuff that you don't want to do. But then in the same sense, like I actually don't like it. Not all the time. I just mean with mm. some things, not just because you don't play Uno with me, but because I think it's important to force yourself to do things that you don't necessarily yeah. want to do. And I think that's when you develop when you do things you don't want to do. And you step yeah. out your comfort zone, right? So Sometimes little things like playing a card game when you don't want to play it is out of your comfort zone. Is it? Have uh, I made that up? Yeah, yeah I made maybe. that up. <laughs> but going, going back to the ice skating thing that you yeah. want to get into, you always got to start tennis before we come away. Why did you have to tell everyone that? And now I know. <laughs> Why so have just, you told everyone? <laughs> it's, it's hard to start a sport as an adult, isn't it? Yeah, it's really hard. Well, you and I try to get into surfing for the last year now, best part of a year. Ever since yeah, we I mean, we have like, as and when, but that's not, like, you can't really... We're not doing it like weekly. Yeah, you can't <laughs> join like a club where we live, can you? Yeah. And drive for like three not hours to the beach right or whatever. Not where we live right now. Hey. Manifesting. Hey, shall we live in Bali? <laughs> Every week. Shall we live here? Shall well, we live it here? It is hard to start here? a sport as an adult. It though, is. Because your mum and dad can't drop you off. Like, <laughs> Force you to go. Yeah. No, it is. And I think it's harder because like, you're... As an adult, you have more fears. You're scared of more, scared of different things. We were talking about this. Overthink things. We were talking about this the other day. I can't remember what we were talking about. Was it the dolphins? Yeah, it might yeah, have been. Like I think the fear was. of the ocean. Yeah, the fear of the ocean. And like the big open blue space and yeah. not knowing what's When you're a kid, you. you don't know anything. Yeah. And obviously you've had, well, I've had like 28 years now of watching like scary shark videos or whatever comes <laughs> up on my Instagram. As soon as you get in the sea, you're like, oh, I know all the horrible things that can go wrong. Oh my yeah. God. Or even just getting like dragged in like a little whirlpool that people couldn't, that you couldn't see from above. You're getting dragged down. That's what scares me. If there yeah. was like a whirlpool of water. Yeah, nice. <laughs> but yeah, going back to learning new activities and sports as an adult, I do want to do tennis. Mm. Waiting for the season. Kind of waiting for the season. Waiting also for the outfit. Kind of not done it yet. Although I have a tennis skirt, got from mm. Lululemon. Yeah, it's really nice. I could wear that. So I've got all the gear no idea. That's classic me. Yeah. I did say the other day I want to get a pink racket and put loads of gems on it. <laughs> Paris Hilton style, please. <laughs> I just don't know what sport I'd start. Mm. Like, and you, if like, not an ego thing, but you're like an adult learner, right? Going to start something new or something you're not very like good at. Idiot. It's just like, oh, oh, back to square mate. one. I feel like such a pleb when I'm out, when we're out surfing sometimes. And I look yeah. at these kids and they've obviously been on the water for like five years since they were like five, right? Yeah. And they're absolutely killing it and they're smashing it and their boards are the size of my like, big toe. And they're so good. And I'm like, oh my God, I literally can't even stand up right now. <laughs> I'm struggling. It does make you feel a little bit like, 
I don't know. Just does you just ding laugh? Yeah, it's, sake. It's, it's a dent on the ego, and it's yeah, it's it, ego. it goes through like fits and starts though. Because sometimes you're like, oh yeah, I'm learning, I'm getting better. So everybody starts somewhere. Yeah, and then the, the opposite of that is you're just like, oh fucking hell, mate, like. I'm shit at this. Look at, look at them. <laughs> oh, so good. But do you know what? And I say this about everything in life. You're literally, you're living your own life. You're not living your life with other people. So you can't compare yourself to other people. Yeah. You know, you really can't. And Be like, your own main character. Yeah. And I always say that. And I do generally live, live by that. Like, I am the main character of my own story, for mm. sure. And it has definitely helped push me to go do things. Like, even with surfing. I think, guys, I think I'm really good at trying new things. Like, just <laughs> trying them. Yeah, just going you for are. it. I'm not necessarily good at sticking to them. You're quite gung-ho. Like, you do go full in with everything. Yeah. Which yeah. is good. <laughs> yeah, because I love it. And I just get, like, a bit of, like, a rush and a bit of adrenaline from it. And I love it. Trying something new, like like doing spin class maybe one day or then suddenly like I'll have a, a cycle where well we're doing surfing right now but I hope we stick to that I think we probably will stick to that because we're not forcing ourselves to do it all the time um well like this tennis thing right and then talking about ice skating like maybe I'll just try it again and see how we get on but I might not stick to it but sometimes it's fun just to try new things right yeah you know I'm not ice skating though <laughs> you won't even come to ice skating a winter wonderland non-negotiable <laughs> um would you rather actually I've been meaning to ask you. We've never, we've kind of like talked about it before, but we've never really had like a proper conversation about it. Um, would you rather I didn't post in my underwear online? Would I rather you not? Yeah. No, it doesn't really matter. You don't care? No, not really. Like, the, the like, a, I forget the word, but it's like, it's a bikini, isn't it? Yeah. It's so, literally a bikini. Yeah. That's what I think. A matching underwear set is a bikini, pretty yeah. much. It's the same. Yeah, so yeah. it's no different, is it? Yeah. But you see, like, so many different people posting, like, so many different types of content online, right? And there are so many ways to monetize it, make money from it, or there are so many ways to, like, enjoy it if you're just yeah. doing it for fun or whatever, or a bit of both. You don't necessarily, even my videos, I don't necessarily need to post in my underwear. I can still be body positive and I can still, you know, showcase my insecurities without kind of getting my boobs and my bum out. And a lot of people have been asking me recently, and, and I'll ask Q&A, I meant to like bring this up as well. Like, is Henry okay with this? Because it's I obviously do it a lot. Mm. And it's like every second post or every third post, I'm in my underwear. And there's almost like there's nothing left to the imagination. Yeah, no, it doesn't bother me at all. And... One thing that like I see is really good pos positive is something that you said to me, mm. and you're like, if I do this, like maybe I don't need to, or whatever. But if I do that and make one other person happy <laughs> or change the way they feel about their body or yeah. what they do that day because of, they've seen something that you've done, and they'll be like, oh, do you know what? Actually, I will wear that, or oh, it doesn't matter. I'm gonna do this. Yeah. Then that far outweighs wearing underwear online yeah like no i'm really glad that that's how you feel because we have like obviously you've said to me before and i know that you're okay with it sometimes you help me take my pictures but <laughs> we've obviously said the man behind the camera <laughs> yeah literally but you've said before like i don't care but that's as far as the conversation has gone because you don't care and i'm like well i'm not reading into this so yeah cool we just move on but i'm getting that question a lot at the moment like is henry not even like, have you got his permission? Is he, is Henry all right with this? Like not even with a tone, but just like, how does Henry feel about that yeah. kind of thing? Even like my friends and family ask me, how does Henry feel about that? Because I guess, actually, I guess this is very related to like what society has been like for the last like hundred or thousands of years. I don't, I'm not good at history guys, so don't quote me on this stuff. <laughs> but when a woman is undressed, like that's typically something that's very, 
uh, intimate and sacred between her part, her and her partner, right? And I think it's the same with a man, but I actually do think it's more so for a woman. There's a bit more of a stance and an opinion on it that mm. that's sacred for her and her partner, and it shouldn't be shown to the to the world. Obviously, I'm not like I've not got an OnlyFans. I'm not getting naked or anything. I'm just posting in my underwear for it to be body positive. But I think a lot of people ask that question and don't expect you to naturally just be like totally on, on board with it because for so long in history and the whole of time that's not the, how it's been yeah i guess you kind of see it now like free the nipple like what is the difference <laughs> I between not a, know what you were what's the difference then? between a man's nipple and a woman's nipple there's like, no difference but one is so like acceptable mm. like you can have swim truck swim trunks or be a calvin klein model like as a guy <laughs> yeah and just wear these tiny little like white literally like two inches long yeah and that'll be absolutely fine and that can be on a massive billboard yeah but like with a woman is like if you have a nipple yeah still that like wool like airbrush that out make sure that it's just like you can just see the underwear you can't see like yeah even the nipple pointing through is not good it's so sexualized i think yeah it's weird what is the difference it's even like us at the beach here like i wouldn't walk around without my bikini top on or a t-shirt on whereas you do like why wouldn't you do you know what i mean the only difference between our nipples is mine are brown and yours are pink that's literally the only difference yeah you know yeah true good point good point no, it doesn't bother me at all. Oh, good. Like, and that's why when we had a conversation before, it's like a short conversation because it's like, it doesn't bother me. What else can I like? <laughs> what else can I it? say? Like, yeah. uh, are you struggling to like think of things to say about it right yeah. now? <laughs> yeah, it's like, it doesn't bother me. So, yeah. Well, that's it, guys. There's, your, there's a question answered. Doesn't, he doesn't care. I'm glad. I'm glad you don't care because you don't really have a choice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> it would just be that, frustrating yeah. for you. <laughs> um, Speaking of putting myself out there like online obviously I don't mind but it's taken me like time to get more comfortable with it like when I started my account that wasn't what I was doing obviously it was like weight loss of Rosie era but I did do body positive stuff back then as well but that would be like pulling down my shorts and wearing my sports bra and it wouldn't be like yeah you've like grown and developed with it haven't you yeah for sure and honestly creating that content has helped me fall more in love with myself more in love with my body and everything that my like body naturally offers me yeah. do you know what i mean like I, yeah my, maybe some people think like oh that's all right for rosie she's really confident and she doesn't <laughs> care like, but you've people realize that you you have to grow and learn to do that yourself you have to like that yeah that didn't never came to me naturally yeah like, exactly. it's, th- it's so easy to see that now yeah to, to to assume that it did come naturally yeah for sure because like, oh, it is talking, natural yeah. now yeah but you've had to like you say you've had to post something before it was natural and you're happy to do it. Like you had to do a first post or whatever. Stepped kind of out of my comfort zone that's, and that's where you develop. That's what I was trying to say, circle, but you said it in about oh, three words. Yeah. Sorry. Oh no, I couldn't get out. Was, <laughs> you helped me. <laughs> Guys, I just want to let you know, like being really honest right now, we're a little bit hungover today. <laughs> we went to, what was it called? Motel? Mexicana. Oh man, it was Seminac. so fun. It was so good. We went there last night. So if you're traveling Bali anytime soon, then go to Seminac and go to Motel Mexicana. It's it like a, it's a whole evening, isn't it? Do you know that ABBA show in London, the like bottomless brunch where you have the three course meal and it's really expensive? Go to this and then decide if you want to go to ABBA because I feel like it's totally on the same vibe in terms of people dressing up and there's like entertainment big theme just like they're drinking having a good jolly like laughing and dancing oh my god we were dancing all night do you remember when we met and you were like I don't dance Oh my god, I hated it when you said that. I was literally like, oh, I had to step out of my comfort zone. Yeah. I've had to two step out of my comfort zone. <laughs> two step out. Yeah. 
<laughs> and develop and now you dance. Well, like, everyone else left and Henry and I stayed actually. And we just kept dancing for another like Dad danced the whole songs. night, yeah. Yeah, well, you're a good dad dancer. Good practice. You know when you're not good at dancing and it kind of looks all right? Yeah. That's how I see it in my head. <laughs> can't I don't get know, away I, with it. Yeah, that, but then you see videos in the morning, you're like, oh, no. No, it didn't look okay. Definitely can't dance. I full on dance with so much confidence and I absolutely have no idea what I'm doing. Even when I like Indian dance, I have no idea what I'm doing. I picked a few moves up from India. Did you Did you see that yesterday? Yeah, I did. When you were standing on that table and I was going for it. Mate, I picked some moves up, but I still have no idea what I'm doing. I actually want us to get some like Bollywood dance lessons before our wedding. Yeah. So we have like a good little... And we can do, you know, when you do the first dance. Yeah, like a 30 second minute, like good routine. Yeah. And then everybody joins in and you don't have to dance Not again. even a minute, bro. That's so long to dance. Yeah. It's actually really long. Like, should we do 10 to 20 seconds? Yeah. Just <laughs> enough to get everybody going. Yeah. And then we can fade off. And, and then it would be sick. Imagine we like roll off on stage and we're just like, uh, 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 do our thing. And then it's just party. Yeah, party. <laughs> be so good. Oh, dear. Well, it's going to be a party. Indian wedding has to be a free bar, apparently, which I didn't know. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, has to be. Like, okay, we had, like, arguments about this before, like, a couple of years ago. He had discussions. Yeah. Henry was fully... <laughs> <laughs> Ellie? Hen, Ellie? <laughs> Henry was fully, like, we can't afford an open bar. We're not having an open bar. That's, like, not something that we do. We don't need to put... You said you'd rather put your money towards, like, a really good DJ or a really good venue than just an open bar for everyone to get drunk. But that's the total opposite to how I feel. So obviously we're having an open bar now. <laughs> yeah, we, we've compromised we've on compromised. doing what Rosie wants. <laughs> <laughs> Great relationship. Happy wife, happy life, okay? Mm. But we want to have an open bar. We, You're on board now, aren't you? With limitations. Yes, because we have a few aunts, a few uncles, a couple cousins that absolutely take the piss. <laughs> oh, order yeah, like yeah, yeah. 15 margaritas drink two and then just leave the rest on the side i think that's just, i that. think that's anyone right yeah as soon as something doesn't have value you're like it doesn't matter yeah you just over consume over consume yeah. oh my god like clothes you know what we we're talking about earlier about shopping on vintage versus on asos all the time and yeah. that's the same thing like when the clothes are cheaper and they're more accessible they lose their value to you as a consumer and that's when you over consume see what i'm saying not really. You overconsume clothes, so I'm going to buy more. I'm going to shop on PLT, and I'm going to shop at Boohoo where it's really, really cheap. Yeah. I'm going to buy more and more and more because I can, because it's so cheap, it's so accessible. Yeah, that, yeah. obviously there's a balance within that, isn't it? We were talking about t-shirts the other day, or today, and yeah. I looked at one and it was... Summit. It was 65 quid. Sponsor us, please. And I was like, <laughs> well, I could get a not a like... And that's, that's one of those like online brands. I've never heard of it before. Just it looks good. It looks cool. It comes up sponsored on Instagram. yeah. The website's really cool and like basic and you're like, oh, wow. Yeah, like minimalistic. Yeah. Mm. But then what's the quality on that? You can't. I feel the same about Cole Buxton. It's a really expensive brand that's popped up in the last year. Yeah, that is good quality though. Yeah, it's good quality. That's only because I've seen someone with it. Exactly. So I, I, well, my argument was, so I don't know if you guys know the brand Everpress, but they do really sick t-shirts. My brother introduced us to Everpress and you've got a few Everpress t-shirts. And I remember, and I feel like this is totally your like, your development in terms of your spending on yourself because <laughs> you've gone from buying like eight pound t-shirts from asos or to be fair you actually used to wear a lot of timberland t-shirts that's because there was an outlet an outlet yeah so you could get like so three t-shirts for 20 quid henry's, like, oh yeah good deal 
Terry's t-shirt budget has like developed so much over the last couple of years. Yeah. <laughs> You've gone from Timbaland t-shirts and like, I don't know, like a Vans t-shirt to, okay, I'm going to treat myself. I'm going to get 25 pound t-shirts from Everpress and obviously you've got to pay postage blah, 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 so it adds up to be more. And now you're like, oh, thinking about Summit. So I'm just waiting for when he's like, do you know what? F it, I'm just going to get a Summit t-shirt. And then suddenly you're in like the 60 pound t-shirt range. <laughs> That's like 60 pound t-shirt with like 20 pound jeans on. I think that's fine. You always say that you don't like, like you don't, you can't do that. So I wanted to buy Henry a shirt, right? It was, okay, it was extortionate. It's really nice. A Jacquemus, Jacquemus. It's stupid. 320 pounds, which I know, but I got a little work bonus from my boss. I don't want to, (laughs) I don't want to be a part of this, mate. I'm not getting a t-shirt that's 300. Am I going to have a 300 pound t-shirt on? Yeah. And like say, 20 pound trainers but whatever. that's what I'm saying oh, I think that's fine also none of your trainers 20 pounds no, they're like at least 80 to 100 yeah <laughs> I think that's fine I will very happily wear like okay what do I have that's designer I have a Prada bag I will wear my Prada bag with like a little bodycon that I got from ASOS for like 10 pounds yeah. and it doesn't make oh well this is a crap outfit I have to wear all designer because I'm wearing my Prada bag I know it's an accessory maybe you think it's different but it's the exact same I feel like it's different as well with girls fashion only because you're not girl. Because some girls will agree with you, and like that's big how, up them girls. Mate. <laughs> that's yes. how they feel. They're like, I'm not gonna wear a Gucci sliders with my Primark jeans. Why not? Doesn't matter. No one actually like cares. <laughs> that's, how, that's what I think. No one cares unless they care, and then they do care. And if they care, that's their problem. They care. That's because they care more about themselves and they're insecure about themselves. No one actually cares what you're doing. Whatever you have to say to convince yourself to buy a nice things, <laughs> you just keep going with it. All right. Well, what about you? Can I buy you a nice shirt? <laughs> not that nice. That's not nice. How can it be that good? I, I bet it's nice. We were talking about it the other day. Like, there's a nice balance in there. Yeah. Obviously, you can go to, like, Primark and get a T-shirt. It fits a bit funny. It's, like, four pounds. Yeah. It might not like, be a cool design or whatever. Yeah. Using Primark as an example. And then you've got, I don't know, like, a North Face top, which is going to be a bit more expensive. But it fits nicer, it's good quality. Good quality. You get that and you know that you're going to be able to wear it for like a couple of years. Yeah. And then there's another step above that, which is twice the price. How can the quality be twice as good? Well, you say that, but there are things that you buy, you spend the extra leg on, but you will keep for your whole life. Right? Like you could buy plates at Primark. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) You can buy Denby plates. Yeah. They're expensive, but you'll just keep them forever. Yeah, but that's a bit different to a t-shirt. Okay, <laughs> let me think. Um, I have T-shirts that I bought probably when I was like 18, 19 that I still have. And they were a bit more expensive. And like I what, have, have you got a brand or? Um, no, it doesn't really support my arguments. I don't want to tell you the brand. Say it. It's Miss, Miss Selfridge. <laughs> Wait, what's that? That totally defeats my argument. It's like a top shop level. Yeah. <laughs> you, do, you do stumble across gems that T-shirts just stand that the test of time. Yeah. 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 No, I do hear what you're saying, but I think the quality can increase. How can it be twice as good? You pay for the name a lot. Yeah. That so is then, what it is, isn't it? You do pay for the name. Yeah. But like, for example, like a North Face top is, is a nice, it's a good brand. It's a yeah. big brand. Everybody knows it. Yeah. And it's a quality T-shirt. Yeah. You think that's enough? You don't need to go higher than that. I'm trying to think of like an example of like the next step up, but... Well, go like... Okay. How much is Tommy Hilfiger? Uh, Probably like similar to North Face. Like a plain white Gucci T-shirt. Oh my God. That plain black Prada T-shirt for £450. Remember that? Bista Village. How... Like... What does it do? (laughs) It walks your dog for you. Like... With like... (laughs) What does it do? 
with like sports clothes or like activewear, yeah, you do get that quality to it, and you do get a different level. Like, yeah, definitely but, because it's but with like technology. casual casual streetwear, yeah, how can a cotton t shirt get better? How can that? How can you put an extra zero on the end of it <laughs> and it be that much better? It can't be. I think I don't know. I'm, we don't wear it, so we don't know. We're just no, basing yeah. this on what we assume. We're just poor people. We're maybe. just <laughs> we're the poor. We're the sorry we're the people. Sorry people. <laughs> I'm the sorry people. <laughs> oh my god. So I, how do you feel? Like I'm, I know that you don't mind buying things on vintage, like secondhand, right? Yeah. How, like you would never look at someone and be like, oh, her whole outfit secondhand. That's gross. No, well, but no. No, you when you were younger, if you knew that someone was buying stuff from a charity shop, like when you were a kid, because kids are evil, <laughs> oh, you would literally so evil, be like. Yeah. But charity shops themselves have had like a bit of a, like a glow up, haven't yeah. they? Yeah, yeah, literally. I think. Do you know what? I know Love Island gets it's like it gets shot on a lot, and it is. I don't like it. I haven't watched it properly since Molly May season, but I think they they did something really good last year when they collaborated with eBay and yeah. that what's her name again that Tasha when she's done this whole thing with eBay right all these ads and she's done this huge campaign with them and really like promoted buying things secondhand that has really like influenced a shift in society and like within the industry that I'm in at least where people are buying a lot more secondhand clothes than they were before and I really rate it like yeah. for me it's like a total 180 because when I was younger we were the kid that kids that sometimes were buying things from a charity shop or had my brothers or my sisters hand me downs a lot that obviously comes with being a third <laughs> child like third child mm. out of three I definitely like felt really embarrassed by it and hated it and I always just felt like really like oh like it's not cool it's not you that's know. definitely a, a mixture of both things though one charity shop's not being as cool back then and yeah. also like I said when you're a child you just think so many things differently yeah when it doesn't matter yeah it's true it's true you like care about different things don't you yeah but yeah so I've actually love it now and I almost find it like a little bit empowering like I'm healing in a rosy my inner it's, child it's a bit of a flex now yeah like if you've got like a nice like for a guy like an overshirt or something like that and you're like oh that's nice that's quality what's that oh, I got it from a charity shop oh <laughs> what no way. charity shop this, this yeah six quid yeah and you can't yeah. get it because it's like 10 years old yeah <laughs> and there's even you can get like designer charity shops yeah like, like people, vintage designer no, like, shops yeah like people go to what's that place in London? No, near, near, what's it called? I don't know what you want On about. the river where we went, not Henley. What's huh? that one called? What? We went to the Ivy there. Marlow. Yeah. Yeah. Like there's charity shops there. Yeah, really And people nice will be ones. like, oh, I'm going, <laughs> well, there you go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, oh, it's a good charity shop. Because it's in a, it's in a rich area. Same as Chiswick and London. Rich area, so they have good charity shops. But then everyone all over London goes to them, so it's really hard to get stuff. <laughs> yeah, but it's funny that that's like a thing now, isn't it? Mm. You can imagine that before. Yeah, definitely. And like, it helps us because we can sell our clothes secondhand online as well other people are getting them so they're happy we're happy we've made a little bit of extra money on stuff that we probably would have just either, i don't know just gotten rid of or just forgotten about the back yeah. of the wardrobe but we actually stay on it now with clearing out our wardrobe and getting rid of our clothes and moving on to like new season stuff and making sure that we're getting rid of old season stuff that we don't not necessarily actually what's in season but more so what is in season for us personally for your body or whatever, yeah, yeah like what we want to wear versus what we don't want to wear so um yeah i really like it i rate it i think i really do think love island did well with coming coming back and turning around and be like yeah okay we're gonna promote we're gonna work with ebay and we're gonna promote secondhand shopping because it has got such a huge impact on the world on the environment on yeah. the climate like fast fashion is ridiculous when, you get, when like, you get a delivery come from like... Amazon, same day. 
I'm also the size of the boxes. Like I've ordered a toothbrush. Why have you given me the, a box the size of my front door? It's a box with, <laughs> with plastic inside with another box in it of yeah, plastic and a piece of plastic. paper like printed receipt, even though everything's online. Yeah, it's why I have an email. I don't need this receipt. Yeah. Even in, they don't even give you, oh, this drives me crazy. They don't even give you like a returns label. And if you had a returns label, then maybe I'd understand why there's a receipt so that everything's like tracked. Yeah. What, what receipt that's for, what order, blah, 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 blah. But there's not even a returns label on it. You don't need to give me this. I think it must be like a logistic thing in the warehouse. They need to have like it. Like a delivery that. note kind of thing. Yeah, almost like a delivery note. I don't know. Yes, yeah, it's, it's just annoying. It's just, we. I think we find it annoying because we don't work in the industry, but also because we we get so many parcels. We don't. I get so many parcels. <laughs> I have so many orders. I have so many so much PR sent. And then we just look at the recycling box and it's full every second day. Yeah. Every, oh, I think feel like we've talked about this before. It is always full and it drives you insane, but also annoys me because you're going insane. <laughs> you're a bit of a wish cycler as well. What's that? Oh yeah. Like if you're is. not sure, you'll be like, oh, this looks like it's plasticky. It can be recycled. <laughs> and I have to like sieve it out of the recycling bin. I need to get better at that. But there's like, I don't know, it's something like 32 common household items that people recycle that shouldn't be recycled. It's like a ridiculous number. I read Even it online. If, you, if you're if you unsure, if you have to think, it. it's not worth it. What was um, the one that really shocked us this year? Milk cartons. Yeah. O- Oatly milk cartons, not recyclable, just the cap. And anything with food on it. Yeah. Anything Which that seems is, weird, That right? is weird because it's biodegradable. So like a pizza oh. box, if it's got oil on it, you can't recycle it. Why? I don't know why, but you can't. Surely that helps break it down. That's what, it's just natural, isn't it? Just yeah, maybe it's because when they recycle, they like wash. I don't it know. It must go all in. Like the mold and stuff that could develop, like the bacteria, and they can't rec- like recycle it because of the bacteria I that stays know. on the product. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I have no idea. I'm literally just guessing. <laughs> but like even like jars in the in the glass recycling. Yeah. You have to probably like scrub them and clean them. Yeah, there can't them, be anything on them. Yeah, to then be able to recycle why. it. I don't know. Yeah. Well, maybe we should Google it. <laughs> Oh God, what a conversation. I feel like we're going off on tangent after tangent, but it's good. It's this is good. like hungover brain, like mush. <laughs> yeah. Just coming out, mixed oh. with a little bit of caffeine. Yeah, literally. It's funny because you guys- sunstroke. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because you guys listen to this on a Wednesday, whereas like, I feel like you should listen to it on a Sunday when you're hungover. Yeah, yeah. So maybe you're on the same level as us. <laughs> you yeah. might listen to this on a Wednesday and be like, these guys are so dumb. <laughs> what are they talking about? <laughs> oh, no, we are speaking well of ourselves. We're mm. not putting ourselves down. I always have to remind myself that because I, I do it subconsciously without realising so often. I'm it's like, good though that you, it's good practice to actually say it like out loud. Yeah. As opposed to if you just think me. it in your head, you just it kind of slips away, doesn't oh, it? Oh, 100%. You've got to say things out loud. Yeah. Especially when you're talking to yourself. Put it into the universe. Put it into, oh, speak. Rosie Breen, is, is there anything you want to put out there to the universe? <laughs> do you know what? Before we were recording today, I said to Henry, guys, I have some really exciting news actually. And I'm buzzing. I'm going to be, I've been asked, okay. Oh my God, I'm like getting, I, I can't even get my words out right now. BBC Radio, Asian Network have asked me to come on and be on their podcast. And I'm literally so fucking gassed. Like, straight in I'm screaming, group chat, screaming, oh my God, yeah. I took a screenshot the email straight away and sent it to the family group chat. I don't even know if I had told you. I'm sure I had told you. I think mm. I was with you. But I was straight in there. Man, I'm so excited. I'm literally like, I literally feel so like, honored to have been asked it's just i'm gassed where's my boutique like that's mad mm. do you know what i mean so i said to henry i really need to start putting things out into the universe because i have all these dreams and these things that i want to do but like i keep them to myself and i also 
I'm not really doing it. Not that I'm not doing anything about it. I am taking small yeah. steps, but I feel like I need to put things out into the universe because when you put things out to the universe, God, it does work. Things do happen. I kept saying to like Henry and my friends, and I wrote about it online, um, like on my stories on Instagram once, and I was like talking about like the radio and podcasting, blah blah blah. Also, can I just say? like preface this with I was really scared to start a podcast because I just kept overthinking it and thinking like oh no one's gonna listen I put it out onto the universe I asked a few people a couple questions and suddenly I've got this podcast created like it literally just happened with blink of an eye right and so I said okay I really want to be on the radio (laughs) I think I've got a radio face now I've got a beautiful face you talk so fast do I yeah oh Oops. Not a big, I, just... <laughs> I do. People say that to me a lot. I've had a lot of brand works before, like adverts that I film for brands and I've done a voiceover and they'd be like, you need to slow down. And it frustrates me because if you've seen my other content, you know how fast I talk. Yeah. So no. Yeah. And also if I tried to slow down, I think I talk like this. Yeah, I, bet you, <laughs> I yeah. probably do talk a little bit normal, normal, like right now I'm slowing down, but it just comes to me naturally to talk really fast. <laughs> I think I said anyway, you're excited because yeah. Oh my god. So I'm going on BBC uh radio on their podcast, Asian Network. Buzzing. I'm so excited. It's literally like a pinch me moment. But I also want to put things out into the universe. I wanna be on TV. I wanna be on the radio. I wanna do these things. And it really excites me because I've always had such like an interest and passion in theatre and in drama. I mean I studied it, it was my degree. You come alive on when you're when the camera's on, mate. <laughs> yeah. When you st- Henry, I'm going upstairs just to film a quick little video. I can like hear after turn yeah. the telly up. Sure, getting into character. I'm getting into character. Literally, I have like a presenter Prancing voice or whatever. Around. Yeah, upstairs. <laughs> I do. It just gives me so much energy, and I feel so happy. It's and good. Yeah. I do come to life. But do you know what I really struggle with? Talking in front of audiences. I can talk in front of the camera whenever, wherever. But speaking in front of like an audience. Remember my speech at my sister's wedding? It was really good. I was trembling. You've always said it was good, but everyone else was really honest with me about it. I was trembling. It was really Remember good. Remember Simran and Kieran? They were like, oh, bless you. I was like, oh, thanks, hon. <laughs> oh, dear. But yeah, so I'm putting that out there. You guys do with that whatever you want. If anybody's listening can help me, then let me know. <laughs> okay, we have a question for you guys. We're kind of having this like battle in our heads at the moment and we're just discussing what to do. We don't really know where mm. our heads are with it. So you guys know I'm such a dog lover and I wanted a dog like forever. I've grown up with dogs, so have you. There's no, never been a discussion whether we are getting a dog or we're not. It's just a matter of when. When, yeah. And so I kind of did my travels last year. We're doing Bali now. And we said, Bali's our last big blowout. And then we're going to settle down, get a dog and really become like at home people. But the more I think about that, the more I'm like. Even though when you said that, you just put such a negative like connotation. It just out. does not sound appealing to me. Like, I really want to get a dog, yes, but why do I need to change my whole life for it? I actually think. Because it's a whole big thing getting a dog, right? Yeah. It is like getting a child. A dog isn't just for Christmas, really. Yes, it's a forever, I know. <laughs> but, <laughs> but listen, I know it will change things, like inevitably. I'm not going to be irresponsible and like not think thing, these things through. That's why we're having this discussion right now. But I, I think that, you know, you can live your life and still travel and still do things and whatever with a dog. Like I don't... You just, you do it differently. You approach it differently. Yeah, but if we were going away long, long term, we'd bring him with me. With us, we'd bring the dog with us. How do you can you do that? Uh, well, Bartek and Bia from um, you know, Let's Munch, yeah, he's done that with his girlfriend. They Aren't they moving little, somewhere? They moved there for six months, yeah, and then they're moving back to the UK. Where have they moved to? Dominican Republic, yeah. But if you want to, that's just one country and one example for six months as well, yeah. I can't imagine it's easy to get a dog from 
say England to America? No, no, it wouldn't be. It wouldn't be easy. But if, if that's what you wanted to do, I don't think my point is that you shouldn't stop yourself from doing what you want to do because something else you want to do is almost like an in, not an inconvenient, but it's not as easy to do it because we've got a dog. Basically, I don't. I, what I'm trying to say is, I don't want to stop traveling and I don't want to stop doing these things and I don't feel like actually I need to make a decision between either getting a dog or traveling yes I agree to the extent of we're traveling for six months or we're traveling for a year or maybe we're traveling for three months that is different yes because it's not fair for the dog it's not fair to leave them in the care of someone else who didn't sign up to have a dog even if they're very happy to have them it's still not fair but to go on like a three or four week holiday uh, yeah holiday I think that's yeah. right yeah. I think I've had in my head that we're literally not going to be able to go abroad for like two years. No, you can go abroad, <laughs> but it'd be like, like you say, it'd be like two weeks. Yeah. Because also you don't want to come back and the dog not... Not know you. Not, I don't not think know you, happen. but... You've seen those videos of the guys going away in the army and then coming back and they haven't seen their dog in three years and their dog knows exactly who they are. Yeah, this is true. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I think you just... They, they make you make it work. So if we decided next year that we wanted to go somewhere for a couple of months. See, straight away, you've gone from a couple of weeks to a couple of months. Yeah. Because so I think that's what I, I actually want to do. Asking someone to look after a dog for two weeks is calm. Like, yeah. that's normal. Everybody, a lot of people go on holiday and have dogs and pets or whatever. But two months. But, but two months and then coming back for two months and then going again for two months and then. Yeah. So that's where we're at because I'm not, I, I know that I'm wrong. I know that I can't go away for two months and leave my dog in the care of someone else. And also we'll miss the dog. I won't want to do that. You want so like I know a, I'm wrong. <laughs> like uh, if, you've got, if you've got a problem with your skin, someone will like message you on your Instagram and be like, oh, I'm a nurse. I think you should do this. this yeah. Thing. You need someone, you need, I don't know. Someone who's been in this. A professional dog person. No, just even someone that's just been in this situation. Yeah. Like maybe offer us some reassurance or just some advice. Or yeah. like I know a lot of people are going to turn around and be really straight with us and be like, just don't get a dog until you're done traveling. But when are you ever done traveling? We'll be traveling until we're dead. Libra. <laughs> hey. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, what do you reckon? I don't know. Just while we're having the chat. Yeah, we need... The dog we, chat. The dog chat. Dogs versus holidays. Like, we need some advice because I think I need advice. I think you know what you want to do. I think you need to decide whether it's holiday. Like, even in this conversation, you've gone from holiday to three Travel. months. So, yeah, <laughs> which is it? Yeah. yeah, I think it's... I don't know. I think I'm just like scared. We So our plan is to go home and adopt. Like that's been our plan for the last like adopt six months. Dog. Yeah, adopt a dog, not a baby. <laughs> 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 so go home and adopt a dog in May. Um, adopt one from that shelter in Wales, many tears, right? Mm. Well, that's what our plan. That's what we want to do. And that's what we've been talking about doing. That's what we've been working towards doing. And then I'm like, oh, hold on. Like, should we do that? Because I want to go to Australia. And I this, is, to Australia. this is the bad thing. Not bad thing. The other side of you putting stuff out into the universe and saying stuff like that. Yeah. Everybody you speak to is like, oh, so you get, have you got that dog yet? Are you getting the dog? Oh, no, I don't care. If you, everyone asks me and they're like, oh, you got that dog? And I'll, like, I'll say, no, we decided not to. Or Big man. Yeah. No, no I, I don't care. But I think, do you know what? There's such a stigma against changing your mind, yeah. like publicly. <laughs> I feel like sometimes it is tough because we're going to get a lot of opinions from a lot of people. And we also are openly discussing this where maybe we're overanalyzing it and overthinking it to the extent of you want to do both things. And that's just that. But I don't care if people turn around and they're like, Oh, you didn't get that dog then. Like that doesn't bother me. Like, okay, yeah, we didn't, we changed our mind. You don't need to be scared. Yeah. Of maybe, yeah, I'm not, I, yeah. I see it a little bit differently. What not, do you see? Just not like, um, 
I don't know. You just don't want to be someone that always says something and it never materializes. Never does it, yeah. yeah. Obviously, there's a, between what we both said, there's a fine balance. Yeah, for sure. Like, everything we talk about, uh, <laughs> well, in the middle would be perfect. Yeah, God, yeah. That's, like, key to life, isn't it? So if we can get a dog that's a qualified pilot, <laughs> that'd be the perfect middle ground, right? Then that would be fine. Oh, guys, I don't know what we're going to end up doing. Do you? Do you know what we're going to do? Do you have a feeling? Uh, Probably... What you want to do, I reckon. No, don't <laughs> no, say I'm that. joking. What do you do? You, what do you reckon? No, I don't know. Like I say, that's why we're having this chat. I don't know. Yeah, we don't. Depends. Know. We need to work lost. out what we want. What's fair for a dog? What's our priority right now? Yeah, need to figure it out. So, yeah. None the wiser. <laughs> oh, we have the same conversations all the time. Yeah. I feel like even having it right now, I'm like, oh, we've had this conversation so many times. But there's listeners, there's listeners, there's people listening right now. So any advice is welcome, really, for us. But yeah. All right. That wraps up today's episode. Nice. Thanks. A bit of a messy one. Yeah, it is all over the place. Just a big chit chat ramble. I feel it's very representative of how we both feel this morning, <laughs> this afternoon. This afternoon. It is. What time is it now? Oh, my God, it's 10 to 3. <laughs> we've had like one meal today. I'm dying. I need a break. We've been out for like, what, six hours? Oh my God, I woke up at five this morning. And I know that you're going to be like, oh, I need a nap. I do. I need one now. But we've got to drive from Seminyak to Abud. And that's like an hour. And I'm we're not in the car. We're on the back of a bloody bike. I'm on the back sorry, of the Sorry, mum. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry, mum. But um, luckily, Chris has taken my bike. Or else I would have had to drive myself. And I didn't want to. So I'm sitting on the back of the Yeah, hands. we're <laughs> driving. Henry's driving. All Henry's right. driving, yeah. <laughs> oh, Henry, do you want me to drive? Oh, we've got five minutes until there. Yeah. <laughs> Oopsie. But yeah, guys, thank you so much for listening. Thanks for coming on, Henry. It was good. Yeah, thanks. Fun. Um, don't forget to send any of your dilemmas to dilemmas at girlsplusclub.com dog dilemmas would be great oh my god please send us your dog dilemmas and make us feel normal and also if anybody's been in this position like in situation like what did you decide to do in the end did you get the dog or did you not like let us know because we need to know oh we need to know but yeah okay thank you guys so much for listening and i'll see you in next week's episode bye bye